1: Hey DJs, it is Monday, September 18th. We have our NFL Week 2 touchdown. We got a pair of Monday night football games and still got some baseball to bet on. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only sex Panther Panther. Another NFL week almost in the books.
2: Almost in the books. Um, you know, we're gonna go through the your touchdown, and I get my two cents. But I don't know what you thought, but I thought yesterday kind of went. According to script, I thought the Raiders had put up a little bit much uh, more of a fight. But otherwise, I really wasn't all that surprised with uh, a lot of the outcomes.
1: Yeah, nothing too surprising. Of course, I do have seven points to talk about. But, you know, <laughs> I, I can't say anything that is too shocking. Um, you want to get started? You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Point number one, a giant comeback. I was prepared to have point number one as the Giants fucking suck. I mean, I probably still could have point number one as the Giants fucking suck, but it wouldn't be as vicious. It wouldn't be as vicious of a rant uh, because they, they, man, listen, they, they were trailing the lowly Cardinals by 21 points. They mounted a huge comeback in the second half. They, they ended up winning the game 31-28 on a Graham Cano field goal. Giants avoided starting the season 0-2, but it looks like an injury of some sort to Saquon Barkley. And honestly, between their first two quarters of this game, four quarters against Dallas, they've played six of the worst quarters of football all season. We have to think that this is a lost season for the Giants, right? I the, Even though they avoided 0-2, and we'll get to 0-2 later, I promise. I don't think this Giants team's going anywhere.
2: I don't know if they're going anywhere, but I suppose the upside, you know, to be the internal optimist that I am, is it couldn't possibly be any worse than the, the six quarters that they had. So they, they survived that. They beat the lowly Cardinals. But to your point, we don't know how severe the injury to Barkley is. I've already picked up Matt Rita, uh, who looks like he will start Thursday night. It's a short week, so fully expect Barkley won't play on Thursday uh, but if it, if they did lose Barkley to some, some uh, significant time, that is a, a big blow because I maintain a lot of their success last year was the fact that they did have a healthy Saquon Barkley for the vast majority of the season.
1: All right. So uh, full description here, Saquon Barkley is on my fantasy team, put up 28.45 points last night. Uh, now, would that have made a difference in my matchup? No, my team scored one hundred and seventy-six point eight one yesterday versus my opponents one hundred and nine point nine seven. So, uh, I I ended up leading the the league this week in points. Uh, the, the twenty-eight from Barkley helped. Now, my my issue here is looking at my lineup. I've got no one necessarily to fill in. <laughs> for Saquon Barkley for the interim period of time. I would say uh, A.J. Dillon might be my best bet for a short-term fill-in, but, like, God, that's not going to be great. Uh, I do have Tony Pollard as my other guy. Uh, Cam Akers was a scratch yesterday because apparently he's going to be dealt. So if he gets dealt to a team that uh, uses him, then may- maybe Cam Akers can fill in. But, yeah, I'm worried about Saquon Barkley from a fantasy perspective, and the Giants should be worried from a – Winning perspective. Point number two, let's speak of other lost seasons in the state of New York or the state of New Jersey because both teams play in New Jersey. If you did not not know that, the Jets got absolutely dominated by the Cowboys yesterday. They lost 30 to 10 and just looked hapless on offense. Cowboys defense was really good once again, but you got to sit there and say, was it their defense that, that just stopped the Jets or was it their shitty play by Zach Wilson who threw three interceptions Rumor has it that Aaron Rodgers surgery had like state-of-the-art surgery, like better than the Kobe surgery, better than the, every, any, you know, the uh, who, who's the other guy that came back? Um, oh, I guess it was Cam Akers, better than the Cam Akers surgery, because they're saying that Aaron Rodgers could be back by January of this year, right in time for the playoffs. But <laughs> the Jets are going to be eliminated way before then, so it might be moot. As for Dallas, they take on the Cardinals next week, and then the Patriots after that. They don't really get their first major challenge until week five at San Francisco. What are your thoughts on the Jets? And even more importantly, do we still know if the Cowboys' defense is dominant or not?
2: Well, Stavi, if you've seen this before, but uh, the Cowboys getting fat off lesser competition. Now, you know, we did think the Giants would be better, and I think the Giants will be better but the first few weeks of the season uh, to me are still kind of like a preseason um and they get another pass like you said with the cardinals upcoming but um no i i'm not I, i'm not ready to drink the dallas Kool-Aid yeah it looks great their offense is scoring their defense looks great um but i want to see them when they play the eagles i want to see them when they play the chiefs i want to see them when they play somebody Uh, not getting fat off of the two teams over in New Jersey.
1: All right. Point number three, a mile high miracle. Almost. (laughs) Another team that mounted a comeback was the Washington commanders. They stormed back from a 21 to three deficit, ended up winning that game 35, 33. However, it came down to some drama at the end An unlikely. I don't know if you saw that play Panther, a hail Mary from Russell Wilson, Bounced around, bounced around, bounced around. And he gets to the point, as I told my wife, you got to watch this replay. Unbelievable. Got caught for a touchdown. Commanders ended up stopping Denver's two-point conversion. Oh, held on to win that game. But definitely a fun game. And, and you know, fun game in Denver has not been in the same, like anywhere uttered in the same sentence over the past few years. So maybe this team is changing a bit. At 0-2, the results are the same as it has been, but Russell Wilson for, threw for 308 yards, three touchdowns. Is this a sign that this team could be on a, on the rise, or is it the 0-2 record enough to write them off for this season?
2: I don't know. I think that if this one thing that was a surprise to me in this game is that Denver was up 21-3 to at one point. I don't think either of us think that highly – of Washington and I'm very outspoken of how I don't think that highly of Denver but the commanders have had a rather stalwart defense over the last couple of years so for the broncos to put up 30 plus points against that defense it does make me at least take notice and give a little pause that maybe just maybe the broncos aren't as bad as I think they are But I'll hold out giving them any credit. I still think they suck. Uh, Kudos to Washington for getting that win. And we'll see if Denver can get out of their 0-2 snide this week. I don't know who they play, but 0-2 is bad in that division.
1: Yeah, 0-2 is bad in general. We'll get to that, as I mentioned, in a little bit. Point number four, Baker for MVP. Saying that a little tongue-in-cheek here, but man, the dude's producing in Zampa Bay. Bucks now are 2-0 and behind another strong outing by Baker Mayfield. On the other side, Bears' defense looked terrible once again, and Justin Fields, man, just continues to look a- like a guy who'll never reach his potential. Thoughts on the Bears and Justin Fields after week two?
2: Well, I think with Justin Fields, we're kind of not sure what his potential really is. You know, they're trying to get him more weapons. They do have more weapons, but I still don't think this offense is that good. And I really don't know if Justin Fields, honestly, I really don't know if he'll ever even crack the top 20 of quarterbacks in the league. We just haven't. His running is is elite. He's energetic. He's fun to watch, but his throwing is erratic at best. And, you know, there's just some... Uh, control issues on his accuracy so i don't know if he's quite there or if he's ever going to get there but man to your point baker mayfield we said this a couple weeks ago i'm rooting for the guy this is probably the best situation Sands, you know wrapping up last year with the rams that he's probably been in he's got good wide receivers a good coach i think this is the best situation for baker mayfield and i'm rooting for him to keep this up
1: Same here, and you got to remember that the Madden simulations had Tampa Bay making an unlikely Super Bowl run, and Baker Mayfield making an unlikely MVP run, so crazier shit has happened. All right, point number five, a pair of upsets. We mentioned it, pretty much everything went to script, except for maybe these two games. The Seattle Seahawks went to Detroit, stole a game in overtime. Now, you got to remember these two teams played a hell of a game last year, and they played a hell of a game this year, but Seattle stole a game from Detroit, Titans also took an overtime win over the Chargers. Which one do you find more surprising?
2: Um, neither. Neither are surprising. I didn't bet either one of these games because I thought that they were even matchups. Seattle was better than their week one performance, and we saw that against Detroit. Detroit, I think, was probably as good as their week one performance. They arguably could have lost, should have lost to the Chiefs if anybody could catch anything that patrick mahomes was throwing to him so i really wasn't surprised with this outcome same with the titans and the chargers i know we're kind of shitting on the titans a little bit for being older
1: you you are shitting on the you 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 are shitting on the titans panther
2: but I will put an asterisk here. The Chargers played that without Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a huge part of that Charger offense. So maybe a little bit of an asterisk there, but both teams putting up huge offensive numbers. That was probably the part that surprised me for the Titans is that they still were able to put up 30 plus points in a game.
1: I think Staley's job might be at risk this season. If the chargers can't get over the hump, make the playoffs and then do something. Uh, I like the dude. Of course he comes from that Sean McVay camp. He was a defensive coordinator for the Rams. So I am rooting for that guy, but the chargers, they're going to charge things up. We've been saying that for years. It's a weird fucking zine, uh, Seattle beating Detroit. I'm not a huge surprise. I bet Seattle, I, I, I knew that they were going to keep that close and, and pushing into overtime. I same thing, like I knew their defense couldn't be as bad as it was in week one against the Rams. It wasn't stellar. I still think Seattle has some concerns on defense, but I figured their offense would pick things up and go tit for tat. Jared Goff's arm looks amazing. By the way, poor, poor one out for Jared Goff, finally threw an interception. <laughs> <He> jinxed him <them, laughs> after last week. Um, pick six, actually. Uh, but yeah, listen, I think Seattle's a pretty good team. And, I, yeah, I don't think the Titans are as bad as we think they are. Um, got some good plays out of Tannehill yesterday. So I think that seems well coached. I like, you know, I, I definitely love Frable out there uh, coaching this team. So if I had to pick one as the more surprising one, I probably would pick the Titans over the Chargers just because I was I thought Seattle was, was going to keep it close. But, yeah, I'm on the same page with you. I don't think either are that surprising. Like, I think that these were close matchups. And without Eckler, definitely uh, swung the pendulum a little in Tennessee's way. Point number six, is it time to worry in Cincinnati? Bengals are 0-2. I'm still not getting to the 0-2 part. That's it's coming up. <laughs> 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 Bengals are 0-2. Their $275 million man is hobbled once again. Baltimore saw a strong performance from Lamar Jackson. That seems hobbled, though. I think they lost OBJ in that game as well. Uh, Bengals have a winnable schedule on the horizon. But after holding their own against the Niners, uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. They they play the Rams next week, and and that, that's part of their winnable schedule. And after holding their own against the Niners this week, Rams lost, but they looked pretty good against the Niners. It can't say that they're going to be pushovers next week against Cincinnati. Just saying. It could be 0-3, and 0-3 start against the Bengals if they lose to the Rams next week. Is it time to
2: worry with the Bengals? Um, I'm not worried about the Bengals as a team, but I am maybe just a little concerned with Joe Burrow tweaking his calf. Once again, um, you know, that, that is injuries are always a concern when, with your franchise quarterback, they've got the talent. Uh, we've kind of seen this from them before. They they really do get out of the gate slow. Joe Burrow didn't play at all during the preseason. So still, getting a little bit of rust off. Obviously, was way better in this game than week one. Um, and I would expect the Bengals to rebound in week three. But you're right. The way the Rams are playing, uh, that is a losable game. And at 0-3 and 0-2 in their division, at that point, there might be a little bit cause for concern. But at 0-2, I mean, they're going to lose a few more. They just, they just need to find a victory, get off the schneid here.
1: So here you go. They do have uh, a little bit of extra time, too, because they'll have the late Monday night game next week. Uh, Currently favored at minus six and a half over the Rams that opened up at minus seven and a half. So no major line movement just yet to indicate that Burrow is out. I think we'll we'll see that as the week progresses. Uh, I'm going to say it right now. I'm probably going to take the Rams right now, plus six and a half. (laughs) I know it's in Cincinnati. But I think six and a half is a lot for this Bengals team. And then if Joe Burrow ends up being out, it's going to be going to be kind of scary. Okay, I've been teasing it. (laughs) Let's talk about 0-2. Because other than the Bengals and the Broncos, who we've already mentioned are 0-2, you have the Patriots, the Vikings, the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Texans, and the Bears. Now, going back to 1990... Only 31 of the 270 teams that have started 0-2 in the regular season have reached the playoffs. That is just a 11.5% success rate. Now, some of these teams, like the Patriots, have looked good in defeat. Others, like the Bears, have not. Is there a team, is it Cincinnati? Is there a team at 0-2 that you think has a playoff run left in them?
2: Uh, I think there's two teams that come to mind. I think the Bengals are just way too talented to rule them out. they got a great coach, great quarterback, and elite talent at all the skill positions. Uh, so, no, I'm not going to bury the Bengals. And despite being 0-2, I'm not going to bury the Minnesota Vikings. I still think Kirk Cousins is an above-average quarterback. He's got elite wide receivers, a good enough running back. You know, they just they, they ran into Baker Mayfield. They ran into Jalen Hurts their schedule is going to get easier and they're going to get more winnable games. Not to say Tampa Bay wasn't a winnable game, but they lost it. Uh, but I think the Vikings in that division um, definitely can get correct. So for me, it's the Bengals and the Vikings. I, I
1: mean, again, I'm not ready to bury the Patriots. They had once again, they, 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 you know, they held their own against the dolphins. They kind of held Tua in check, if you will, Um, so I don't think that the the Patriots are as bad as a lot of people might think that they are. Um, Schedule-wise, listen, at the Jets, at the Cowboys, versus the Saints, at the Raiders, versus the Bills, at the Dolphins, versus the Commanders, versus the Colts, at the Giants, versus the Chargers, at the Steelers, versus the Chiefs, at the Broncos, at the Bills, versus the Jets. Uh, Let's just count the wins here, possibly one, two, three, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight wins ain't going to get it done for the Patriots, unfortunately. So I think the Patriots fall short. I'm just not ready to completely write them off. Uh I, man, I don't like any of these teams' chances, really. Uh, I mean, I guess it, it, as long as Burrow's healthy, I'll put Burrow in the conversation. But the Chargers, a tough division. Uh Texans bears uh I the Cardinals I they're out right? I mean the Bears are uh, uh, Bears might look like the worst of the bunch. <laughs> Those fucking teams. The Cardinals at least you know we know that they're in tank mode. They've actually looked good. You know the funny thing is the Cardinals probably beat 2-0. <laughs> <You> yeah, right. <laughs> <know>? <laughs> they just don't want it. Um Broncos the same thing, man. They're just in that tough division and it's just, I don't know, man. Um I would yeah, I let's look at the Vikings uh, schedule real quick while we're looking at schedules and and, and, and prognosticating of of teams' chances. Uh, you know, let's see, Vikings, okay, first the chargers at the Panthers versus the Chiefs, at the Bears versus the Niners, at the Packers. By the way, Jordan Love had another good week, even though they lost to the Falcons, because at the Falcons versus the Saints, at the Broncos versus the Bears, at the Raiders, at the Bengals versus the Lions versus the Packers, at the Lions. I mean, Packers are not going to be as bad as you think they are. The Lions are going to be a tough team. They got the Bengals if they get healthy towards the end of the season. Um Saints and That's Falcons aren't. I mean, this is a tough schedule for the Vikings, man. I don't I don't know if they can make that run. I, yeah, if I had to pick one Owen Z Owens team, it would probably be Cincinnati just because I do think Burrow gets healthy and, and this team gets right. Um, but all of those teams are gonna have a struggle to make the playoffs. And that will do it for the week two touchdown. We gotta take a quick break after that. We do have two Monday night football games and a smattering of baseball games. Stay tuned. We are back with you, possibly never even left you, Panther. Okay, let's start off with this first Monday Night Football game. The New Orleans Saints find themselves minus three versus the Carolina Panthers, plus three. What do you think about this game?
2: Um, I think you've got a veteran quarterback going against a rookie. You're going against uh, a team that's kind of been together outside of Derek Carr for the vast majority of – their careers, um, better wide receivers uh, outside of Adam Thielen. I mean, Adam Thielen is a fine wide receiver for Carolina, but I don't, I just don't get this line. Like, I really think New Orleans is markedly better than Carolina. I like Derek Carr, I like his weapons. Um, you know, I, I like Bryce Young, but he's a rookie. He's in his second start of his second or his first season. I just don't see a path to victory here for the Panthers. I'm laying the three and put my money on the Saints.
1: Yeah, I I don't I'm with you. I don't necessarily get this line. I think the Saints are a much better team than the Panthers uh, overall talent wise, especially the defense. I mean, that is that is a tough fucking defense. So Bryce Young is going to have to find some some ways to kind of just, you know, work around this this really tight defense, uh try to, you know, maybe throw a couple of bombs down the field and, and test that secondary, you know? I think that's the way to get it done. But, I mean, he, he didn't look great. He didn't look great in this, his first game. You know, he threw a pair of interceptions, and and you're going to expect that from, again, a young quarterback that Frank Reich is trying to mentor and trying to turn into something good. Um but he's, he's going he's gonna to need to try to find that, that big player or two to try to test this defense. I don't think it gets done. I'm with you. I'm betting the Saints. Which brings us to game number two. Maybe we'll have a pair, if we can agree on this one, a pair of uh, NFL games in the DJ Parlay today. we got the Cleveland Browns versus the pittsburgh steelers now this is kind of a weird one open up with cleveland plus one down to cleveland minus two we had the minus one and a half earlier but now it's minus two or if you like the steelers at home you can get plus two and a half from week one performances you could just write off the steelers but man and tomlin we usually trust where are you at in this one
2: I mean, I do. I really do like Tomlin as a head coach. That's the kind of guy I could play for. But listen, I just don't think that their belief in their quarterback is justified. I haven't seen anything that suggests he's going to get it. And you know, Najee Harris at running back is fine, but he's not really a bell cow. They're not going to give him the ball. 25, 30 times. So now you got Kirby throwing the ball thirty times or what have you. I I just don't see it. I've maintained that last season was kind of a wash. Deshaun Watson just kind of need to get the rust off and and get himself back in the groove of things. And we kind of saw that last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. I do believe the Cleveland Browns are better than people are giving them credit for. They've got to Better than average defense. Nick Chubb is an elite running back. And Deshaun Watson, you know, go back to his Houston days, is an accomplished quarterback. So despite everything, all the baggage that comes with Deshaun Watson, I I don't think he thinks about that shit anymore. He's out there on the field slinging, running, doing his thing. I think Cleveland wins this comfortably. I'm laying the two points and taking the Browns.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to read two stat lines to you from these quarterbacks. You tell me which one is which. Ready? Yeah. Thir- 31 for 46, 232 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. 16 for 29, 154 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Which one's Watson? Which one's Pickett?
2: Uh, Pickett was the first one.
1: Yeah, Pickett, Pickett was the first one. He threw almost 50 times in that first game against uh, the Niners. Uh, but Man, you're paying all that money, and you're getting 154 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I, that That's what you're getting out of your fucking, like, Watson has to do more. Now, granted, Nick Chubb had a monster fucking game in week one, so he didn't really have to do more, but you're going to need more from Watson to be a competitive team. Do you need more from Watson to win this game? Not necessarily. Right? Nick Chubb, could just he can just keep running all over the fucking uh, Steelers, and Cleveland should get the win. Uh, the one thing that concerns me, I'm betting Cleveland. I'm saying this right now. I'm betting Cleveland. The one thing that does concern me a little bit is Amari Cooper is banged up. He's listed as questionable here. And I do think that he's not like the top go-to guy for Watson. I think it was, it was actually, uh, it was, uh, Moore. I think Moore was the, the top receiver for him in week one. Um, but I do think that the you know losing Amari Cooper could be a problem. So we'll see he's listed as questionable. But yeah, I'm with you here. I'm betting the Browns. I think they go on the road, get it done. And uh we'll have another Owen. We'll have two more Owen 2 teams then to add to the mix with the Steelers and the Panthers. All right. That does it for Monday Night Football. On to baseball, Panther. Where are you starting us at today?
2: I've only got three games today. We're gonna start off in Cincinnati. Talk about the Reds, who are still fighting, scratching, and clawing to try and get into that wild card. They get to face the Minnesota Twins, and today doesn't look like a good day because they're not putting any of their big star pitchers out there. They're going to go with uh, Phillips, who I really don't know anything about. I think this might even be an opener situation, but they got to face Joe Ryan. And with Ryan getting a minus 145, I think there's a ton of value here. I'm jumping on the Twinkies for 10 bucks.
1: Yeah, I'm going to lean the Twins with you in this one. Uh, Let's see. I had minus 148. What did you say? Did you say minus 148 is the one line that you had?
2: 145 is what I had.
1: I get to minus 142 at DraftKings. So minus 142 at DraftKings is not bad. Uh, Yeah, I had this at minus 148. That was the best line that I had earlier. It's just a tad bit too much for me. I do think the Twins get it done. I'm going to give you moral support. Lean on Minnesota.
2: Mm, happy Adam Wainwright Day, DJs. Adam Wainwright taking the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals, who will host the Milwaukee Brewers and Freddie Peralta. Uh, the Screams mismatch, but I've, I've been betting all kinds of stuff, the Screams mismatch, and losing my ass. But there's no way I'm betting on Wainwright. So let's run line me some Brewers and put 10 bucks on Milwaukee.
1: Bruce playing some pretty good baseball, locking up that uh, central right now. Six and a half half games up on Chicago. They should lock that up any day now, I do believe. Let's see what this run line can get you. Uh, Not total we want. Run line. uh, No, not plus. Minus 108. No, uh, minus 105. There you go. Minus 105 is the best I can get you on that run line. I'll also give you some moral support. I do think Milwaukee gets done at the minus 170 mark. Just a tad bit out of my comfort zone on, on betting them. Not too much out of my comfort zone. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> I'll lean the Brewers with you.
2: All right, last game of the Houston Astros. John Means will take them out for the O's going against Justin Verlander. I mean, I can get Verlander at home, minus 155, uh, either trap or value. I'm hoping it's a value play. I don't like the way the Orioles have been playing recently and the Astros are still fighting. I think they'd really like to win that division. So I'm putting my money on the Astros. Ten bucks on Houston.
1: Yeah, same thing. I'll give you a more support lean here. Um I do think it's a it's more of a value play than than necessarily like a you know, a Vegas gift or anything like that. I just I just think that uh, yeah, the Orioles are a solid team, and they play really good baseball on the road. In fact, I think they're a better road team than the Astros are at home this year. Um, they they got rid of all the garbage cans in the stadium, and now the Astros are just, like, you know, mortal at home this year. Uh, Justin Verlander does give them the edge for the pitching, uh, you know, side of things, but minus uh, 148 on the Astros is what uh, best line I can I see on the board. Um which might be a bad indicator because that's yeah, it's definitely dropping. It's definitely dropping. Um my most uh, most books have this at the minus one fifty-five, some have them all the way down to minus one forty eight, one fifty. So yeah, it might be a little little trampish here, but I'll lean the astros with you. I do think you're right. They they get it done today.
2: All right. Well, I got a ton of moral support, which does nothing for sports bets. What are you betting, Max? I'm going
1: to rip the bandaid off Uh, the the Mets at the Marlins. Now another team that had some playoff aspirations that have faded. Now listen, Miami's won three in a row. Uh, They're still fighting and clawing with their 55.1% chance to make the playoffs. The Mets have 69 nice wins on the season, which would be good if they didn't have 80 losses to go with that. Um, I just think that today that there's some value with the Mets on the road. Uh, There's a little bit of a pitching change, so the Mets kind of uncertain of who their starter is going to be. Uh, But it doesn't matter. I I really think uh, I don't trust the Marlins minus 160 something, 167. Like, I'm getting plus 143 on the Mets on the road. I think they got a puncher's chance. $10 bet on my nine Mets squadron.
2: Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think the value is on the Mets. I just didn't have them winning. But there's no way I'm laying 165, 167 on the fish, and there's doubly no way I'm run-lining the fish. So I do think Miami wins this game, but if you're to bet it, it has to be the Mets. So I'll give you moral support on your nine Mets squadron. You
1: avoided jumping into a trap. I might as well just jump in the trap for us. Cleveland Gardenians minus 120 against the Royals. I, I mean, what? Huh? What? <laughs> I get it that Quantrill is not like the best of guys, but I mean, there he's going to beat Singer uh, minus one twenty on the Guardians. I just, I, I have to do it. Ten dollar bet on Cleveland.
2: God, I didn't like this one. Another the pitching. Believe it or not, I had the pitching matchup favoring. Kansas City Brady Singer can actually show up every once in a while and pitch a good game now it looks like they might be without Salvador Perez who's banged up I'm not sure why he's even out there there's no reason to be throwing Perez out there Um, neither one of these teams have anything to play for so I just could not bet this game Um, I was on the Royals so I can't even give you moral support my apologies I'm leaning Kansas City All right, last one up
1: for me. We have to talk Braves and Phillies, right? It seems like these teams have been playing for, like, weeks now. Braves on a three-game losing streak. Uh, Again, 15-game lead in in the East. They've clinched the National League East. They've clinched a playoff spot. Philadelphia seems like on the cusp of making the playoffs as well. Ah, you know who's on the mound for the Braves. But does that make a difference here? I'm getting... Oh, man, this is dropped. I'm, I'm, get, I'm still going to take it. Plus 100 on the Phillies. Vegas agrees, I think. $10 bet on the Philadelphia Phillies.
2: Yeah, I don't know what the Braves are really going to do. I think they're maybe just trying to get their rotation set up, but they have nothing to play for, right? They're, I mean, maybe they're still fighting. I think there's a two-game difference or so between them and the Dodgers if they want to fight over home field. Um, but they're miles ahead of everybody in the East. Philadelphia is, you know, probably a lock. You never know with the Phillies, but I think they're a lock to make the playoffs. I think they're just playing such good baseball right now. I wanted to bet it. I just couldn't bet it. I'll give you a ton of moral support on the Phillies.
1: Yeah, for some reason, I thought Spencer Strider was pitching for the Braves today, but it's not Spencer Strider. It's it's, it's, it's right. Uh, it's a near lead Zach Wheeler on the mound for the ah, right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I get that line makes a lot more sense now. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, but yeah, I'll still take the Phillies here. Uh, that'll do it for me. So now we have to figure out a DJ parlay, which I'm guessing is going to start in the NFL, where we do have uh, the Saints minus three and the Browns minus two. So now all we have to do is pick a baseball game that we – agreed on there's nothing that we bet together let's see i gave you more support on the twins gave you more support on the brewers and...
2: and the astros i i think our best bet honestly though is the phillies i think that's our best value
1: okay the phillies there we go so we have then in our parlay the new orleans saints minus three Cleveland Browns minus two and the Philadelphia Phillies plus one hundred. That DJN parlay will pay us plus six thirty, and that will do it for us on this Monday. Panther Week Two NFL will be in the books after tonight. Take us home.
2: You know we're good. It seems like we're good for about one parlay a week, so maybe we can get off the Schneid uh, right out or just right out of the gate. Let's get this one today. I'm putting it all on the Phillies, though, because I really like our NFL plays. Uh, But you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're mostly exclusively right here in the Asylum on our Discord channel. Come in here. Shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.